It's time for the Virginia Radio Theater Hour. Every week, we broadcast live and exciting tales of mystery, suspense, romance, and more over the airwaves and direct to your radio receiver. Tonight, the Virginia radio players are proud to present the first exciting installment of Erasmus Dagger, an intergalactic teleplay. adjust your radio set. You have just been transported to a world quite far from your own. The year is 2999. The place, the frontier town of New Chicago. On a planet untouched by human beings for millennia, 50 quintillion light years away. This is humanity's final frontier. A world of promise and opportunity, but also lawlessness and danger. This is a land governed by alien guns and extraterrestrial gangs. And in the town of New Chicago, only one man stands between truth and justice and total anarchy. That man is Sheriff Erasmus Dagger. This is Erasmus Dagger, an intergalactic teleplay. Detective tales from the wild wasteland of a far distant universe. This episode is called The Main Event. It was written by Jess Miller and Bob Lynch. It was produced by Savannah Maeve. It features the vocal talents of Bob Lynch, Craig Gallagher, Molly Rose Smith, Jacob H. Kanzler, Ingrid Kenyon, Jess Miller, and Lydia Smith. This episode is sponsored by Gildersleeve Soap Flakes. For stains you thought would never leave, there's not a choice but Gildersleeve. The year was 2999. I was sitting in my office, a cold breeze blowing through the window, a glass of whiskey in my hand. One of my better nights, all in all. Light was streaming through the Venetian blinds in my window, casting vertical shadows across my chiseled face. As the town sheriff, most of my nights were taken up by shootouts and detective work. I was enjoying my one night off. Of course, breaking up my tranquility was the bumbling idiot I have for a deputy, Reginald Zorklon. Sheriff Dagger, there's a woman here to see you. Thank you, Reginald. Send her in. I was no stranger to these kinds of calls from the town damsels in distress. The housewife who suspects her husband of cheating. The cheater who suspects her husband of suspecting. The landlady who won't let the rent slide for just two days even. I mean, come on. I was braced for another run-of-the-mill case. Then she walked in. She was maybe the most beautiful woman I'd seen in my entire life. Maybe. I've seen a lot of women. But there was definitely something different about her. Maybe it was the way she walked. Maybe it was those piercing eyes. Whatever it was, I was determined to find out what made her tick. Hello, Sheriff Erasmus Dagger? My name sounded like a poem in her mouth. Anybody's would. 
She had the graceful silhouette of an Olympic high diver and hair the color of hair that is red. Her skin was as tight and smooth as the head of a snare bass drum, and her lips were like two ripe cherries. It was a full four minutes before I even said a word. Are you Sheriff Erasmus Dagger? That's what they call me. To what do I owe the pleasure, Miss... Call me Anne. It's a pleasure to meet you, Anne. They tell me you know your way around this place. Well, they don't call me Sheriff Erasmus Dagger for nothing. No, sir. They call you on account of the fact that you're the sheriff. Thank you, Reginald. That'll be all. Certainly, Sheriff. You can leave, Reginald. Oh, okay. Some secretary. Well, he knows the territory. You wouldn't know it by looking at him, but he's half alien. Yes, I saw the tentacles. Yes, well, I suppose you'd know if you looked at that part of him. And the claw hand? I suppose that gives it away, too. What can I do for you, Anne? Thing is, I'm new here, and I was hoping you could show me around town. I don't know, ma'am. I'm a very busy man. Sorry, Sheriff Dagger. You wanted me to count how many sticky notes we had left. 1,698. Not sure what happened to the last two. Do you want me to investigate? No, Zorplan. I think we can let whoever stole those sticky notes get away with it this time. More likely than anything, you ate them. Oh, shucks. Egg on my face. What should I do now? That'll be all, Reginald. Yes, Sheriff Dagger. That means leave. Uh, Got it. A busy man indeed. Yes, well, someone had to count them. But now that I think of it, I could use some fresh air. And I'm sure city won't fall apart if I step out for a couple of hours. Where would you like to go first? Well, the saloon would be a good start. Haven't you heard? The saloon's been closed for five years. Old proprietor was murdered by natural causes. Nasty business, one of the harder cases I've solved in this town. The new owner's supposed to be coming in soon, but as of now, it's not much to look at. Haven't you heard? I am the new owner. You? The new owner of the new Chicago Hotel and Saloon? Yes. Me. But you're... I'm what? I mean, you... you have... I have what? Um, all of the necessary qualifications, I'm sure. Sheriff Dagger, if you're insinuating that I would be any less effective at my job because I'm a woman... Oh, of course I wasn't. Then I would say that is appropriate for the cultural landscape at the frontier, but does not make it any less prejudiced. Of course. I wouldn't suggest anything of the kind. I didn't think so. So, you've purchased the saloon and you haven't even seen it yet? I needed a little adventure in my life. They told me this was the place. It certainly can be, if you stick with me. Well, then by all means, lead the way. With pleasure. It was a balmy day, with a slight wind blowing in from the northeast. The sun was just about to hang his hat for the night, and the second sun was rising in the south. The dust was beginning to pick up in the sleepy streets of New Chicago, and Anne looked radiant with the clouds behind her. I took her to the saloon first. Well, this is it. You were right. Not much to look at. Well, I'm sure if you fix the place up a bit, it could be pretty nice. Maybe put in some new windows, let a little more light in. It's perfect. Shall we go inside? I was hesitant to enter. Who knew what could be inside an old saloon like that? But I wasn't about to turn down an offer from a lady as beautiful as she was. Well, I'm hesitant to enter, but I'm not about to turn down an offer from a lady as beautiful as you are. Oh, okay. Oh, it's not as bad as I thought in here. Only a few dozen mice instead of the hundreds I was expecting. You really are a cynic, aren't you, Sheriff? Hey, in a job like mine, you forget the meaning of the word optimism. Oh, look. 
You stepped out for a little while, and like you said, the city isn't falling apart. Sheriff Dagger. Sheriff Dagger. Sheriff Dagger, help. The city is falling apart. How the hell did you know I was in here? Deputy Zorclon said I could find you here. That buffoon. What is it, Amos? Amos was the local barber. A portly fellow of advanced years. Completely unremarkable in every sense of the word. A real piece of work. Just an absolute good-for-nothing. Who are you talking to, Sheriff Dagger? Oh, no one. What's the matter? How is the city falling apart? My chemicals. Someone's broken in and stolen all my barber chemicals. Barber chemicals? Yeah, you know, when you go to the barber shop and they have those strange bottles of blue chemicals that they keep the tools in, and you don't know why, but it seems legit, so you go along with it. Yes, I know what you're talking about. Those, those chemicals. Well, what's the problem? Did they take anything else? No, Sheriff, you don't understand. There's a reason we keep those chemicals behind the counter. They're extremely volatile and lethal if they wind up in the wrong hands. I don't know, Amos. Seems like a lot of trouble to go to over some barber chemicals. I'm telling you, Sheriff, if the wrong person got a hold of those chemicals, they could go so far as to poison the whole town. Now, normally I wouldn't go to such lengths for someone like Amos, but this seems serious. Okay, Amos, I guess I can look into it. But first I'm going to finish showing this young lady around the town. But this is urgent. Eh, my priorities lie with Anne. Please, just hurry. That night I went home to my sleazy apartment in the sleazy part of town. A hotel with more roaches than reservations and no bathrooms would look like the fucking Ritz-Carlton compared to my place. I came home late to avoid my sassy landlady. I hadn't paid my rent in two weeks and she was after me like a lion after a gazelle. Unfortunately. you shit hello mrs that's mrs is to you my husband may be dead but that doesn't make him not my husband well legally where's my money you dirtbag you're two weeks overdue i'm done turning the other cheek of course mrs is i was just on my way to get your money and forgive me if i'm speaking out of turn but have you lost weight excuse me you're looking particularly radiant this evening more so even than usual I didn't want to seduce Mrs. Is, but hell, when you don't have the money, you don't have the money. I just had to sweet-talk my way out of this one like I always did. Don't flatter me, Sheriff Dagger. Oh, it's not flattery, Mrs. Is. That's the bona fide truth. Why, just the other day... I don't want to hear it. You're not going to sweet-talk your way out of this one like you always do. Sweet-talk? Of all the accusations... I know you. I know you're kind. Running around with your little gal pals, boozing, playing cards... Pretending to be working when the only work you do is keep your office chair warm. Well, I'm not really at liberty to talk about this, but I'll have you know that I just took on a case of dire importance. One that threatens the safety of the entire town. Baloney. On my honor. Ask Amos the barber. Amos is a liar and a cheat. Maybe so, but he's got proof that this town is in danger. If I don't have a place to do my work when I'm not in the office, who knows what could happen? You can't kick me out on the street. I can if you don't pay me. And be known as the landlady who killed New Chicago? Seems bad for business, if you ask me. Why, you little... One week, Mrs. Is. One week is all I ask, and I'll not only get you your money, but I'll save your life in the bargain. I'll be out of town in a week. I'm going to my cabin in the desert, God knows why. Those damn neighbors out there always drive me crazy, shooting guns and whatnot. But I can't afford to get rid of the place. I got suckered into one of those timeshare deals, you know? I'm going down there tomorrow to get everything situated, and I'll be gone day after next. You got two days... You bring me my money in two days or I'm kicking you out. You drive a hard bargain, Niz, but I'll see what I can do. By the way, 
couple of fellas were in here earlier. Say the water will be off day after tomorrow. Day after tomorrow? For the whole day? Since when? I don't know. I just heard about it. Some kind of maintenance. Supposedly it's affecting the whole town. The whole town? You start paying rent, maybe then I'll give you a bigger heads up when there's an inconvenience. You got two days, putz. I had no idea where I was going to come up with the rent money, but there were more important matters to be dealt with. I'd been in town for 15 years, and there'd never been water maintenance that affected the whole town. The fact that this was happening on the same day Amos the Barber had his chemicals stolen, well, it seemed like a pretty big coincidence. Probably something that I needed to look into. But, of course, I had only gotten about seven and a half hours of sleep the night before, and I was getting pretty tired. Interacting with businesses in any form really takes a lot out of a guy. There was no way I could do my best work without getting a little shut-eye first, so I decided to lay down and take a quick eight-hour nap before getting back to work in the morning. I was on my way to the office to tell Zorplan about my discovery. Unfortunately, I ran into some old friends on the way there. Goon number one, I should have known. Don't forget about me. Oh, I haven't, goon number two. Your repulsive stench is burned into my memory for good. Let's try and keep it simple, gentlemen. I could have seen it coming from a mile away. It was Temeritus Orlando, otherwise known as Hot Pants Orlando, my lifelong arch-nemesis. He was a famous, or rather infamous, outlaw who got a reputation for robbing interplanetary stagecoaches, killing the passengers, and lighting their pants on fire. He'd come to New Chicago for no other reason than to make my life a living hell. He was damn good at his job. Hot Pants Orlando. Erasmus Dagger. What a pleasant surprise. What do you want, Hot Pants? Uh, you never were one for small talk, were you, Erasmus? Anything wrong with two old friends catching up? What do you want? Well, if you insist. It's an announcement I'd rather make before the entire town of New Chicago. Good morning, New Chicagoans. Uh, Chicagoites. Chicagoans. Chicagoans. It's Chicagoans. 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 Citizens of New Chicago. I come here today with my illustrious henchmen, goons number one and number two, to strike fear into the heart of your city. This is the deal, and I think you'll find it a fair one. If you bring me a simple, say, $100 billion... I won't poison your entire city with these barber chemicals I stole from Amos the Barber. I knew it. And I won't pour Gildersleeve soap flakes in to make it taste bad. Now, good number one, let's be reasonable. Gildersleeve soap flakes are a fine product, and we wouldn't want to tarnish the good Gildersleeve reputation by using their soap flakes to poison this town. The boss is right. Gildersleeve makes first-class flakes with an economical price tag, because you should spend your money on clothes, not keeping them clean. I'm sure that the people in this town, if they band together, will be able to come up with the money. Start a fundraiser or something. But I'd suggest doing it quickly. I'll be back tomorrow morning for my cash, or you'll all get to choke to death on your water. People will start calling New Chicago New Flint after I'm done with you. Oh no. Sheriff Dagger! Well, what are we going to do? Jesus Christ, Sorplon, where did you come from? Well, my father was born in New Poughkeepsie. No, you dolt. Don't sneak up on me like that. What are we going to do? Shut up. I'm trying to figure out what we're going to do. I suppose we could follow Hot Pants and his goons out to the desert and have a shootout. There's only three of them after all, and two of them don't even have credited names. Sorplon, that is a completely ridiculous idea. 
And the fact that you'd even suggest it makes me question not just your intelligence, but your very sanity. Of course. Sorry, Sheriff. Unless... Unless? We could follow Hot Pants and his goons out to the desert and have a shootout. There's only three of them, after all. And two of them don't even have credited names. Brilliant! Reginald, there's a reason why I'm the sheriff and you're the deputy. Idiots don't get to be sheriffs. Idiots don't get to be sheriffs. Exactly right. I've taught you well. You sure have. Well, what are you waiting for? Get the horses. Of course. Right away. The ones with six legs. We'll have to move fast. We were executing my brilliant plan, but the desert is no place to fuck around with. The combination of heat and a lack of water could kill almost any man. Not to mention how wide open an area it was. We could be looking for Hot Pants and his gang for days with no luck. Unfortunately, I can never get away from Mrs. Is, no matter where I go. We pulled up to her cabin to see if she'd have any idea where Hot Pants was. Hot Pants Orlando? I don't even know who that is. He's about five foot two, bearded, always wears hot pants. Sounds like my neighbor. Does he have slightly blue skin? Like, not really blue, but just gives you the impression of skin that's blue? That's him! Quiet, Zorplan. That's him. Yeah, he lives in that crater over yonder. Always firing guns with his men. Over yonder in which direction? Just follow the gunshots. And bring me my money when you come back here. Sure thing, Mrs. Is. We followed the sounds of the gunshots to the crater over yonder. It was dark. Night had fallen on this side of the planet, and we were having difficulty seeing our way around. There could be a goon behind any given bush for all we knew. Hey, Zorplan, go check behind that bush for a goon. Don't you come any nearer, we'll have it out! I got him. Bring him over here, Zorplan. I want to get a good look at his face. Of course. It was just what I feared. The goon we had killed wasn't goon number one or goon number two. Hot Pants could have any number of these guys just waiting for us. We might have gotten lucky killing this one so efficiently. But if we had to have a gunfight with 20 of these guys, we were going to run out of ammo. We'd never make it out alive. We have to go back. But Hot Pants... Forget Hot Pants. What? You're a good kid, Zorplan, and I like you a lot. But you've got to get your head out of the clouds. We go in there, guns blazing, who knows what's liable to happen to us. You could get yourself killed. Or worse, you could get me killed. Then what are we going to do? What can we do but head back into town and tell everyone to prepare for the worst? You're letting him win? Of course not. I never even let my estranged son win when we played Monopoly. I'm just being realistic about when to quit. I don't want to die today. But, but... Spit it out. That's not the Erasmus Dagger I know. Yeah, well, times have changed. We have a radio show now. I can't risk losing my newfound fame. Well, we may have to wait until morning to head back to town. I think our horses got caught in the crossfire. Damn it. Zorplan was right for once. Our beautiful, six-legged horses were gone. We could hardly see a thing. The only thing we could make out was the light coming from Mrs. Iz's cabin in the distance. We would have to make our retreat there, no matter how unpleasant that proposition may be. Okay, I'll let you stay the night. But I'm putting it on your tab. It was as good as we were going to get. We spent the night in Mrs. Is's timeshare and headed out the first thing in the next morning. I didn't know what to do. My father was a lawman himself with a chip on his shoulder. He saw some things that no man should ever have to see. And after 30 years, he couldn't find happiness anywhere except in the bottle. He lost his friends, his family, his mind, and eventually, the drink took his life. <laughs> <laughs> 
Same thing happened to his father, too, and my uncle, and almost every single man in our family. So I figured that I had to be an exception. As soon as I got back, I headed to the saloon to drown my sorrows. Hello, Anne. Howdy, Sheriff. Place fixes up nice, doesn't she? I must admit, she does. Why, thank you. And speaking of fixing up nicely, Anne, I must say that dress you're wearing looks particularly clean today. Why, thank you, Sheriff. I washed it with Gildersleeve soap flakes. Flakes of real soap made from tallow and vegetable oil. You don't say. That sounds expensive. Actually, at 25 cents a box, it's a better value than any other soap flakes on the market. My, that sounds too good to be true. I know. But you or your wife can buy Gildersleeve soap flakes at your local Sheridan's department store or in most grocery stores. But, Anne, I'm not married. Oh. Yes, I remember. What can I get for you? Something strong. Give me a whiskey, straight up. Would you like earth whiskey or Martian? Martian. Make it a double. Tough day, Sheriff? You don't know the half of it. Try me. We're all doomed. Well, that is a tough day. What's the occasion? I finally met it. A case I can't crack. I thought I'd met it back in 85 when hot pants threatened to stampede the whole town with a herd of brainwashed moon cattle. I thought I'd met it in 91 when someone turned all the clocks back seven minutes, which wasn't very threatening in and of itself, just incredibly annoying for the whole town of Chicago. That one had quite the twist ending. It wasn't. It turned out my watch was just seven minutes ahead. Boy, did I catch heat for that one from the top brass. Oh. I thought I'd met it in 94 when Orenthal James... Well, I won't get into that one. But let's just say I'll never look at a Bronco the same way again. But no. It was in 29.99 the Rasmus Dagger finally met his match. Called the doctor. Casualties. Every citizen of New Chicago. Time of death. 10.22. It's 10.15, Sheriff. God damn it. Don't be so hard on yourself, Sheriff. I'm sure you're just not looking at it from the right angle. I looked at it from every angle I could think of. Even? Yes. Even 165 degrees. There must be something. Oh, Anne. You're a beautiful woman. You wouldn't understand these things. I may be a woman, but I'm also... Also what? Nothing. Nothing. I thought Anne was going to say something really cool, like, I'm also someone who loves you. Like, like they do in the movies. That would have been epic. She just stood there like an idiot. Beautiful books of idiot. And I sipped my whiskey slow, like it was a jar of honey. It was a two-toed sloth with a penchant for loafing. Why don't you go home? Sleep on it again. Oh, damn it! What? It just reminded me. My landlady informed me that they were going to be doing maintenance today. Water will be out for the entire city. The entire city? Yes, the entire city. So they must be doing maintenance. That's what I said. I mean, they must be doing maintenance on the water supply that goes to the entire city. Yes, that's true. And what's the only water supply that services the entire city? Wait a minute, be quiet, Anne. I might be on to something. What is it, Sheriff? They're doing maintenance that will affect the entire city's water supply. And what's the only water supply that services the entire city? Gee, I don't know. It's the water main. Boy, she was dumb. But she sure was beautiful. The water main. How didn't I see it before? How didn't I see it before? I've just cracked this case wide open. But I don't have much time. What are you going to do? I have to find out when they're doing that maintenance and stop it before it's too late. I'll come with you. No, you stay here. It's dangerous work. I don't want to put you in any more trouble. You don't think I can handle myself? I've run this saloon for a whole day without burning the place down, haven't I? And if there's one thing I need the audience to understand, that you need to understand about me, it's that I work alone. 
sound very fun. Well, it's a hard job, but somebody has to do it. Teach me, Shara. I'll become a wall. She was a coy minx. You are a coy minx, but I can't let you. I'd never be able to forgive myself if you got hurt. Please, Anne, for your own good, stay out of this one. Are you at least going to pay for your drink? Put it on my tab. I had no intention of ever paying for that drink. In the saloon, I ran as fast as I could to Mrs. Iz, who was packing more supplies for a trip out to her cabin. Iz, you again. You cracked that case yet? I want my money. Really, Mrs. Iz, aren't we old friends? Are we not above this shallow bickering over frivolous things like money and legal binding contracts and promises? Can it. I'm on my way out. What do you want? The maintenance, the water maintenance, that's affecting the entire town. Right, on the water main. Excellent deduction, Mrs. Iz. Do you know when it's happening? I don't know. They left a paper somewhere. Can't you just wait a damn day to wash your bloomers or whatever? No, Mrs. Iz, you don't understand. This is a matter of life and death. Your bloomers? What, do you have some sort of rash or something? The maintenance woman. What time is the maintenance? Jeez, Louise, you think it was some sort of matter of life or death? I think I left the paper in my office. But don't you go snooping around my tent at Royal Dansk. Those cookies are for people who pay the rent. I rushed in to see what I could find out. Not before, of course, snagging a couple packs of Royal Dansk cookies for later. High noon. High noon, Mrs. The water main is going off at high noon. Congratulations. Looks like I'll have just enough time, too. You know, who even says high noon anymore? What does that even mean? That's what the paper says. Water will be shut off beginning at high noon and ending... Never. Mwahahaha. Mrs. Is, did you even read this paper? They don't pay me enough to read. What on earth was that? It's an old building, Dagger. Sometimes there are loud crashes. Well, I certainly hope no one is eavesdropping. I certainly hope no one is eavesdropping. Who do you think would care enough about you to eavesdrop on this conversation? You're right, Mrs. Is, but I wanted to make sure. In the movies... We're not in the movies. Now get out of my way. I need to finish packing for my trip. I do love our talks, Mrs. Is. I think one day we'll look back fondly on this time and laugh. I may even just thank you. Don't forget about my money. Always a pleasure is... Two days! I ran to the office to get Zorplan. Reginald! Yes, boss? Zorplan, I know you're half-alien, but couldn't you clean under your repulsive, oozing skin flaps on your own time? And preferably in your own home? Sorry, Sheriff. The doctor says I'm supposed to do it five times a day now. See, I have this rare condition... You lost me. That's not important right now. I've cracked the case. I knew you would! Me too, but we don't have much time. I've got good reason to believe that Hot Pants and his goons are going to sabotage the Waterman at high noon. Waterman? Of course! And high noon? That's in ten minutes! Jesus, that's the second loud bang I've heard today. I certainly hope no one is eavesdropping. What do we do, Sheriff? Get your guns. We've got a town to save. Wow, that's awesome. This was it. Possibly the biggest case of my career. If I succeeded, life in New Chicago would go on as usual. If I failed, everyone I knew and loved, and Zorban, and Mrs. Is, her name is the barber, would either die of thirst or choke on the poisoned water. Zorplan and I showed up just in time. They're seven minutes late. Isn't that them right there? It's about time. Keep your distance, Zorplan. Let them make the first move. Can you see who it is? It's our old friends, goons number one and number two. Remember, stay back. Let them come to us. All right, that's it. High noon, no money. Let's get this over with. Not so fast, you two. Erasmus Dagger! That's right. You thought you could get away with your little plan to murder the entire town of New Chicago. Thought you were so clever. You left no stone unturned. Well, I hate to break to you boys, but you forgot one thing. 
What's that? Paper covers rock. What is that? What? Oh, it, it, it's the paper. I found at my landlady's building that I used to figure out when you would all be here. And I said the thing about no stone unturned, and in rock, paper, scissors, paper covers rock, and, and you left a paper trail. Never mind. Good one, Sheriff. Shut up. Never mind. The point is, it's over. Step away from the water main and put your hands where I can see them. What is it with these loud bangs? I certainly hope no one is eavesdropping. Not so fast, you two. Sheriff Dagger, help! Let go of me, you disgusting monster! Flattery will get you nowhere, my dear. Anne, how did you? Oh, you two know each other? I knew someone was eavesdropping. I told you to stay put. I told you not to follow me. I'm sorry, Sheriff. I should have listened. I just... I couldn't help it. I needed to see this through with you, whatever happened. No. I'm sorry. I should never have fallen for you in the first place. Damn my magnetic charisma and statuesque features. Damn. Fallen for me? What? Oh, no. I, I said I shouldn't have fallen in for two. Yes, fallen for you. I shouldn't have fallen for you. Sheriff Dagger. I'm sorry, Anne. How sweet. It'll make this next part hurt even more. What are you going to do? I have to say, Dagger, you almost had me. I did leave a paper trail. You caught me red-handed. Right here in the middle of nowhere. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to pour this poison into the water main, and then I'm going to run away. And you'll have to watch, as everyone you know and love in the town of New Chicago is killed. What are you going to do to her? Oh, I'll save her for last. When you're alone and dying of thirst, just when you think it couldn't get any worse, I'll kill her. Right in front of your eyes. You'll never get away with this. I'm sorry, who are you? I... It doesn't matter. You'll never get away with this. My dear boy, I already have. All that remains is the cherry on top. Just a few drops of this poison and... Poof. Everyone in your town will... No! Anne, don't! Sheriff, the chemicals! Grab them, goons! I got it! I tied up the goons! We're tied up! Anne! Anne! Pity. I was just beginning to like her. You're a murderer. What are you going to do, Sheriff? Kill me? Not even close. You're going to spend the rest of your life in a cell barely big enough to stand up. The food will make a lunar cow patty look appetizing. And you should see the laundry facilities. Say goodbye to your Gildersleeve soap flakes. Oh, no, please. How will my colors stay vibrant and fresh, wash after wash? should have thought of that before. What will I do without that signature scent, that softness? Tell it to the judge. What do I do with this? The barber chemicals. Excellent question, Zorplan. You could always return them to Amos. No, no. I can see why a simpleton like you would think of that. But we have to make sure these chemicals never get into the wrong hands again. Zorplan, what are you doing? Those chemicals are incredibly volatile. Are you kidding? This is just a little Galaxian Beetlejuice. I've been drinking this stuff since I was a kid. It's got a bit of a kick. <coughs> but very dangerous to a non Galaxian. Lethal, I suppose. You never cease to amaze me, Reginald. <laughs> you flatter me, Sheriff. Take these perps back into town. Book them and put them in the cell. I'll see that Anne here is properly buried. I'm so sorry, Anne. I never should have gotten you mixed up on all of this. I really did fall for you, and I was beginning to think, oh, I don't know. 
Maybe some part of you was falling for me too. We could have been something, but maybe in another life. Celebrating. Anne? Celebrating. Anne. Anne, is that you? Are you alright? Celebrating. Rebooting. Back online. What happened? Anne. Anne, you... You were shot. You were shot in the stomach. Was I? Yes. We saw you die. Die? Oh, no, I just got a little overheated. Shut down for a minute. A little dented, maybe. I'm alright. Shut down? I don't... I never told you my full name, did I? No. Droid. Android. Pleased to finally make your acquaintance, Miss Droid. Were you saying something before I rebooted? Me? Yes. Something about you falling for me? Oh, I... No, no, of course not. Why would I... Oh, oh, I was just... just checking. Where's everyone else? Well, after you died, we got the chemicals from Hot Pants' goons. Zorklon cuffed them and took them back into town to get processed. What'll happen to them? Oh, let's just say... They're going to jail. Are they not actually going to jail? No, they are. They are. Life in prison. Oh. Let's get you back. The saloon's been closed for too long, and we have some celebrating to do. Shara? Yes, Miss Droid? I really am sorry for following you after you told me not to. It's okay. Just as long as it never happens again, ever. I promise. We arrived back into town to a hero's welcome. Jesus, what happened to you? Oh, nothing, Mrs. Is. Just saving the life of everyone in this town. No kidding. Speaking of this town, I'm heading out of it. You got my money? I'm... I... Did you just hear what I said? I said I just saved the life of every person in this town. What do you want, a medal? No. I don't think a medal would be out of place. Oh, excuse me, Mr. Big Shot Sheriff. It's your job. Lifesaver. Where's my money? I don't have it. Don't have it. All right, that's it. No more second chances. You're out on the street, Sheriff. Sheriff Dogger. Sheriff Dogger. Oh, great. What is it now? I just saved your life, Amos. What do you want this time? What do I want? Nothing. I just saw Zorkwani said you saved the day. He said you single-handedly stopped the Hot Pants gang and saved the whole town again. Oh, well, yes, I did. Single-handedly. Thank you for noticing. No, thank you, Sheriff. And as a token of our appreciation on behalf of the town of New Chicago, I want you to have this. What is it? Well, when we had no faith in you to save us, some people in the town started pulling together some money to pay Hot Pants' ransom. It's not much, but it's all we have. Thank you. This is not much, you're right. But it's just enough. Thank you, Amos. Mrs. Is, here's your money, plus a little extra for your help out in the desert last night. Give me that. Well... You lucked out this time, Dagger. I'll see you in a month. So, you have my barber chemicals. What, Amos? My chemicals. You saved them. Oh, no. Zorplon drank those. He... He what? He drank them? Yes. We couldn't let them fall into the wrong hands, you see, Amos? Too dangerous. No. Guess you'll just have to go back to cutting hair the old-fashioned way. Oh. And Zorplon, just the man I was looking for. Hello, Sheriff. And... How did you... We thought you were... Dead? Well, yes! Don't be an idiot, Zorplon. She's a robot. And that's Miss Droid to you. Miss... Android? Oh! (laughs) Is everything squared away with those perps yet, Zorplon? That's what I wanted to talk to you about, Sheriff. What? See, we got back, and I booked him and put him in the cell just like you told me to. Good. But... 
Remember, you never told me to lock the cell, so... So... So I didn't! And... And... They got away. They got away? Yes, Sheriff. I raced back to the office. Zorplan was right. The cell was empty. I wanted to chew him out right then and there. Just lay into him. Punches, kicks, biting. The whole nine yards to the nines. Everything but the kitchen sink. But for once in my career, I was just too damn tired. And boy was I thirsty. Will Hot Pants return? Will Sheriff Dagger really beat up Reginald Zorplan? Will Android's business succeed despite the many challenges facing a woman in the socio-cultural landscape of the frontier, to say nothing of the institutionalized discrimination of robots? Tune in next time to find out on another thrilling installment of Erasmus Dagger, an intergalactic teleplay. More adventurous tales from the year 2999 and the frontier town of New Chicago await! has been the Virginia Radio Theater Hour. This episode of Erasmus Dagger, an intergalactic teleplay, was sponsored by Gildersleeve Soapflakes. For stains you thought would never leave, there's not a choice but Gildersleeve. Thank you for listening, and good night. <laughs>